0: Dr. Darrow is a medical doctor, board-certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation. He teaches about the use of prolotherapy, PRP, and stem cells. Today's program could open up a new life without pain for you. Now, here's Dr. Darrow with his co-host, Dr. Nita
1: Valens.
2: Well, hi there, Dr. Darrow.
1: Hello, Nita Valens. How are you today?
2: I'm great. And yourself?
1: I'm going to say this just for you. I'm living it up.
2: Uh Uh-huh. I would just not know what to do if you weren't living it up. (laughs) That's fabulous because it kind of leads us into what we want for our listeners. We want them to live it up and be able to do everything you want to do, like Dr. Darrow does. He does a lot of sports. And this show is about musculoskeletal pain, basically orthopedic pain, which means if you have muscle pain, joint pain, tendon pain, Ligament pain, back pain, neck pain, knee pain, hip pain, arthritis pain, so many different pains all over the body you could be having. If I don't name it and you have it, you can still call the show today at 866-870-5752. Right here in the studio, we're at 866-870-5752. And you can speak directly with Dr. Darrow about your pain issue. You might have stiff joints, dull aches, maybe you have tendinitis, maybe you have pain, you don't know what it is. Dr. Darrow will try and help you figure that out. So when you call the program today, you also get Dr. Darrow's latest book for free. It's a must-read, in my opinion. Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy is the title The subtitle, Regenerate, Don't Operate. And if you don't know what that means, keep listening. You will find out that book has 264 scientific studies. The foreword is written by Suzanne Summers. And we are here Saturdays at 10 a.m. again at 1 p.m. And if you want more information, please go to the website, www.lastemcells.com. That's www.lastemcells.com la stemcells.com you can email dr darrow off of every page on the site and watch him performing the treatments on videos pretty exciting stuff
1: seems to be working for me
2: and me you treated me that's how what I-
1: happened to you well what happened to poor nita
2: oh poor nita this goes back many years but what happened was... When you, were,
1: you mean like back when you were a young girl?
2: Yeah, I was 20. Um, <laughs> maybe I was 19. Anyway, I had neck and shoulder pain. It was intractable. The chiropractor had fired me and told me, you need to go see an orthopedic surgeon. Long story short, someone who knew both of us put us together, and you treated me in one day, four shots. I was better in one week. That's oh, a truth. I'm
1: happy to hear that. That's
2: a now, truth. Now do you want to
1: hear a joke?
2: Well, we could hear a joke or we could talk to Alan.
1: Already we got an Alan are going in, yeah. let's do it. Okay Alan, Dr. Mark Darrow, how are you? You have the beginning of neuropathy. Uh, hi, tell me neuropathy what that means.
3: Um, I have the beginnings of neuropathy. And you mentioned on another show about an alkaline diet. Yes. I was wondering if you could tell me about that.
1: Sure. Uh, what, First what tell me about teeth. you. How old are you?
3: Uh I'm 59. Okay. And just lately I have been feeling some tingling on on my feet when I lay down.
1: Okay. And um why do you think it's a neuropathy? Uh my mother has it. Okay. And and uh, uh, are you at all overweight?
3: No, I'm not.
1: Okay. Um, have you been around alcohol in your life? No. Are you diabetic?
3: No, I'm not.
1: Do you have any low back pain?
3: Uh, some. Some.
1: Okay. So uh, tingling in the feet can be for many different things, and one of them can be if you have what's called spinal stenosis in the back where the nerves are being squeezed, okay, So that's something to look into. And uh, to do that, you might get a MRI and see if there's any herniated discs because that could be an issue. Sometimes chiropractors can help that by stretching you out on one of their tables. It's called distraction or disc distraction. I'm not saying you do have that. I'm just throwing out (coughs) quite a few ideas here. Another thing it could be is that you could be diabetic and you may not know it so to do that you get a hemoglobin a1c test it's a blood test and a fasting insulin test other thoughts that are popping up are that you may be low in vitamins in your blood like b6 and b12 or other things so, there's a test that we do called spectracell, and it's a blood test that I don't know of. many doctors who do it basically natural doctors do it. traditional doctors don't know about it and um, If you were to come in, those are the the areas I would just be thinking about off the top of my head, okay, okay. questions.
3: What is the
1: uh, the alkaline diet? The alkaline diet is a diet that reduces acid in the body. And that would be a lot of vegetables, fruits, not heavy in the protein area. The best thing for you to do to understand that is look up the word alkaline. Okay? A l k a i l k a l i n e, Alkaline diet. And... Uh-huh. Um, and see what that is It's very simple to do in helping, uh, like, uh, it might theropathy? you know like I'm, like I'm putting out right here I don't know what's going on with you I'm just throwing out ideas um, uh-huh. we call that in medicine a differential diagnosis we don't know what it is but we throw out a lot of possible ideas alkaline diets good for everything it helps reduce pain and um, it it's good for autoimmune diseases It's good for a lot of different things. It could help with the peripheral neuropathy also. There's a test that you could get that's called an EMG nerve conduction study. And if you want to call into the office, we could refer you to someone who does that. I don't do that. Neurologists generally do that test. And they can actually test the nerves and see if there is a pinch in the nerves in your low back or if it is actually coming from the feet area. Okay,
3: Okay. so the alkaline diet is basically fruit
4: and vegetables. Does that include, like, beans and barley?
1: Um, You have to look it up and see what would work for you. I'm not going to get into great detail on this. My show is basically about musculoskeletal pain. So we're in an area here that's kind of off track. I see. I
3: see.
1: And if, if you want, I'll tell you what you do. If you want to, after you do a little bit of homework and get a little more educated, just email me. You can go to my website, which is www.lastemcells.com. I'll repeat that for people grabbing their pencils. It's www.lastemcells.com, and every page has a spot to email me, and um, I can start talking to you about what's going on with you more specifically. How's that?
3: Okay,
1: that's fine. All right, good. And if anybody wants to call in to my office, uh, because this show is is played at different times when there is not uh, me actually being there. I'm here now, but uh, you can actually call the office at 866-870-5752. I'll repeat that for you. It's 866-870-5752. And um, you can actually talk to someone there and get more specific information about, um, actually, that was the studio number I gave out, 866 866- yeah. I, I, I stopped breathing when yeah, you yeah. did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The The studio number is eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two. if you want to talk to me now. But the office number is 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. And my stem cell has tons and tons of information on it. It has videos of me doing procedures of platelet therapy, PRP, and stem cells, which is what I do tons and tons of, probably more than anybody on the planet. And I've been doing regenerative medicine like this, growing tissue and stimulating the body to heal for uh, way back into the late 1990s. So it's something I'm very familiar with. If you're having any kind of pain in the body due to the musculoskeletal system, the orthopedics, then give us a call at the studio now at 866-870-5752. I would love to talk to you. And, Alan, thank you so much. There is a reason for your neuropathy, and uh, hopefully we can get to the bottom of what it is. Sometimes people that have worked in chemical plants have it. Uh, Sometimes people who work in cleaners where there's a lot of chemicals have it. But the two basic causes are diabetes and alcoholism. Should we go to Donna about her hip?
2: Absolutely.
1: Hey, Donna, Dr. Mark Darrow, how are you today?
3: Fine, how
1: are you? I'm living it up. It's a great day. How old are you, Donna?
3: I'm 63. 63.
1: Okay, so you're a young woman, and how long has your hip been bothering you?
3: Well, um, I was a male carrier um, for about 27 years, and I will just leaning in and out of my vehicle all day, wore my right oh. hip out. So it's on bone-on-bone. Um, I yep. went to an orthopedic doctor, and he says I need um, the hip replacement, but... Okay. I found you on the internet, and I was my question is, if I had the stem cell uh, in my, into my hip, would that grow <coughs> new cartilage?
1: Well, when we put stem cells in the joints, it, still, it stimulates cartilage to regrow. Let me ask okay. you a couple of questions. Okay. Can you walk? Yes. Okay. Do you limp?
4: Yes.
1: Okay. And uh can you bend your knee? Can you bend your knee and bend your hip up?
3: Um you mean bend my knee and raise my leg
1: up forward. Well, I mean can right. you pull your hip up towards your tummy? Can you bend your your knee up towards your tummy?
3: Yes.
1: Okay. So you don't have bone on bone. That's number 1. Bone on bone is the same idea as if you had two bricks next to each other and they don't slide. If you can move the joint and you can move your leg, then you don't have bone on bone, okay? You may have arthritis and you may have some cartilage that is worn down and your x-ray may look terrible and your MRI may look terrible, but that doesn't mean you have bone on bone arthritis and it does not mean you need to have surgery.
3: Okay, great. (laughs)
1: So I would have to see you and examine you. Um, If you have your images, I'd like you to bring them in. If you don't, my examination can tell me what's going on. I do like to see images to make sure nothing terrible is happening that uh, I'm not aware of. I have found by doing imaging of places like hips and shoulders, I found cancers and other things, so I'm glad I do those. But they're not the main way that I treat or diagnose. I use my hands and I examine people. The unfortunate thing, I I try to remember to say this on every show, is almost every day I get new patients who have had a failed surgery. That means they had a surgery done, a joint replacement or an arthroscopic surgery on a knee or shoulder or something like that, and they got worse afterwards. And I ask, did the surgeon ever touch your body? And they say no. They never did. They just did an MRI or X-ray and put it up on the light box and showed me where the problem was and then did surgery. And that, to me, just little old Mark Darrow, Dr. Darrow, is not a great way to treat somebody. Okay? You can differ in opinion with me. I have my opinion. You can have yours as a doctor. But that's my opinion. You don't treat based on MRI. Okay? Now, if you have some kind of a tumor or something like that, then yes, that's fine. You can't really examine that with your hands. But when it comes to the musculoskeletal system, um, I can check with my hands to know what's going on, okay? And that's what I would do with you if you came in the office. If you do want to come in, the office number is 800-300-9300. There are people by the phones who can talk to you right now, and uh, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to help you. And hopefully, regenerative medicine using your platelets from your blood or stem cells from your bone marrow would be a great way to heal up your hip, so you are a lot freer in your motion and reduce your pain.
3: Um, how many treatments generally does a person need um, that has hip problems? Is it a more one problem?
1: at a one at a time? That's a joke, but uh, oh. the reason I say that is. The reason I say that is because I get asked that question more than any other question all day long. Um, How do you know it's going to work? I don't. Um, How do I know how many times to come back? You come back one time to figure out if you're going to need something the next time. What I generally do is I'll treat when a patient comes in the first day if they want to and then they'll come back in two weeks unless they're in a hurry to heal. If I get elite athletes, I may inject them several times in one week. Now, I'm not an elite athlete, but I am an athlete. And when I hurt my knee, I can't even remember when it was because my knee has been so good for so long. But uh, I think it was about a year ago, um, and um, it was so bad that I had to limp off the golf course. I was in misery. I had walked pushing a golf cart through the thick grass at Mountain Gate Country Club, and it's very—it's called Mountain Gate for a reason. It's very, very hilly, and it's in the mountains above the Getty Museum over the 405. So it's a hard walk, and I finished that after I did have knee pain going into it, but I wasn't about to quit golf because I'm an idiot when it comes to, to sports. I have to keep doing them till I can't do it anymore. And I limped off. I drove down to my office, which is on Wilshire Boulevard, across the street or across the freeway from UCLA. I got out my ultrasound. I looked inside my knee, and I had a giant effusion. That means a lot of fluid in there, which means I knew I was in trouble. And I aspirated it out. I aspirated out the fluid. And I put in stem cells. I did it four times in one week, and my knee healed up very quickly. I don't tell people, my patients, to do that. I tell them to do it about every two weeks if they can. But some people don't come back for months. Some people come back sooner. It's up to the patient what they want to do. But I find that about every two weeks works the best in the fastest way to heal. Some doctors will do these regenerative procedures of platelets and stem cells every several months, but then the healing is slowed down. You know, if let's say a person potentially needed three treatments, and I do that in six weeks, and that heals them, and another doctor does that every three months, that's going to be a lot of months. That's going to be nine months before they're going to be healed up. So do you understand that there's no, there's no written book on how to do regenerative medicine? It's a fairly new field. I've been doing it over 22 years. But most doctors who do it are fairly fresh in the field. They take a weekend course and they start doing it. And I'm going to be honest, most guys who do this work do not know what they were doing and don't have the experience that there's very few of us that do as much as I do. I don't know of anyone who does as many patients as I do a day.
3: Well, Dr. Darrell, um, I do have one question about that. I really wish that I could come to you, but you're all the way across the nation from me. I was uh-huh. wondering if, how I could find somebody that would be closer to me. How would I know to get some, someone like you?
1: Well, you have to go to Google. And look up regenerative medicine, look up stem cells, look up platelets. And if you, um, well, here's a couple things. You have to ask them, you have to talk to them and say, how many have you done today? Not how many have you done last year. How many did you do today? How many did you do yesterday? Be forward with your doctor. People are afraid of doctors and they shouldn't be. You need to ask the same questions you asked me of the doctor that you find to do this. And if you don't get the answers you want, go to a different doctor. And I don't care if this is for someone who is a cardiologist, a urologist, whatever doctor you're looking for. Find out what the qualifications are. Be forward. Be direct. Don't let a doctor run your life. Don't let a doctor tell you you have to get surgery. That's your decision. It's your body. It is The other thing is this. I may be across the country from you. Where do you live? Kansas City. Kansas City?
2: Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh,
1: Tennessee. Okay, so I'm going to say this. It's generally cheaper for people to fly all the way across country and stay here and do treatment with me than it is to do it with a local doctor. Most doctors charge a fortune for this. I do not. Okay? Okay. Okay. So we have people flying from all over the country and all over the world to get treatment.
3: Okay. Well, thank you for talking to me. You've really you But know. you sound you sound like know. you're in
1: town. Are you are you local right now?
3: No, I'm I'm in, I'm in Tennessee. I'm about
1: Oops, Uh we lost it. Anyway, sorry, Donna, we got you cut off by mistake. I'm sorry. Um, But at any rate, uh, wherever you're at in the country, I would love to see you. And uh, there is very good hope for your hip healing. And um, with your case, we probably want to do platelets with stem cells. And um, very easy to do. The procedure of doing bone marrow Stem cells, literally after I numb up the area with a shot of lidocaine, once it's numb, it takes me typically about 10 to 15 seconds to do the procedure, to put a needle into the what's called the PSIS, which is the posterior superior iliac spine. It's a thick part of the pelvis, and then to aspirate the bone marrow takes about 10 seconds. And although people who have had bone marrow transplants say it's very painful, the way I do it is a small amount of bone marrow that's all I need, and I do it slowly so it doesn't hurt. So it's nothing to be afraid of. It's a simple, easy procedure. Thank goodness I've never had an infection, and we have very sterile techniques in the office. I had the infectious disease department at St. John's Hospital in town come out. I paid them 2500 bucks to assess my clinic. They said it's the cleanest um, procedure in anywhere that they've seen, better than the hospital, better than any other clinic. That's so amazing. we are very careful about our procedures. Yes, we keep everything sterile. I use surgical soaps, not just one, but two. And i very grateful that uh, I've got a great staff and great procedures we use.
2: That's fabulous. And if you are having any kind of orthopedic or musculoskeletal pain, you may be having hip pain, just like Donna was, give us a call, 866-870-5752. That's 866-870-5752 right here in the studio, and you can talk directly to Dr. Darrow about what's going on with you. And we are here at 10 a.m. on Saturdays, again at 1 p.m., and take a look at Dr. Darrow's website, which is www.lastemcells.com. That's lastemcells.com. You can email him off of every page on the site and see the treatments on videos. That's Pretty exciting for people that are visual. And again, our number here in the studio is 866-870-5752. And you get Dr. Darrow's latest book for free. Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy is the title. Regenerate, Don't Operate is the subtitle. So give us a call and shall we talk to Bob?
1: Let's go to Bob quick before the break. By the way, Bob, if we go into the break, Please stay with us okay. until the break is over and short. I will. So, Bob, my name is Mark Darrow, and I'm a medical doctor. I've been doing regenerative medicine a long time. And you've Oops. got back pain, so stick with us. Stay Bob, with us, do Bob, do not go away. And we will take care of your questions very shortly.
2: We will indeed. You're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Grab a pen, write down this important information coming your way, and we'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your host, Nita Valens, and we're taking your calls at 866-870-5752 right here in the studio. And right now we are talking with Bob from Dana Point.
1: Hey, Bob, Dr. Mark Darrow, give me one second before I get to you. I just want to talk to everybody listening about what the show is about. It's called Living Pain-Free because I do something called regenerative medicine, And that is a procedure for orthopedics that is non-surgical, and it's using injections of your own cells. That could be platelets from your blood, stem cells from your bone marrow. There are platelets in your bone marrow also. And um, what this does is we put it into tendons, ligaments, joints. It's for headaches, back pain, neck pain, arthritis, uh, you know, joints that are worn down, Um, shoulder pain, hip pain, back pain. You have back pain, neck pain, toe pain, finger arthritis, uh, knee meniscal tears, uh, shoulder tears, labral tears, hip arthritis. You name it. It's like all over the body I inject. And um, using these cells actually grows back tissue. And you mentioned that you had low back pain, and it's something that I do treat patients for every single day. There's always people that have low back pain. It's one of the banes of standing up. You never hear a dog complain about low back pain, right? You're right. Never do. <laughs> but you're supposed to laugh, Nita. Come on.
2: Oh, I thought you were waiting for Bob to answer. That was pretty funny. I
1: was. Yeah. I
4: thought it was funny.
1: <laughs> we all love puppies, don't we? Yeah, I can oh, hear you. You could talk puppies. a little louder. It wouldn't hurt you to talk louder. So, uh, Bob, how old, Bob, how old are you?
3: I'm 65.
1: Okay. And how long has your low back bothered you?
3: I was diagnosed with spondylolisthesis. I don't know if I butchered yeah. that. When I was 18, 18 years old.
1: Okay. And
4: it's only started to bother me for the last two years.
1: Okay. Well, why was it diagnosed if it didn't bother you when you were 18?
3: Um, just at that time, the rest. I stopped playing sports, and the pain went away.
1: Okay, so you had pain when you were 18. Yes, I did. Okay. Did you ever have pain anywhere from the year of 18 to the year that you're 65?
4: Yes, two years ago.
1: Okay. And um, how long did it last when you were 18?
3: Just until I stopped playing
1: Okay, and two years ago, how long did it last? It's, it hasn't
3: stopped the last
1: two years. Okay, so you've seven. had it solid for two years. I get you. Yes. Well, I'm gonna. It's, I'll, it's, make it's, I'll make a bet. I'll make a. I'll make a bet with you, and right. um, pretty much any amount of Bitcoin you want to put up against me.
2: You need it. come <laughs> on! Get with that it. was funny. That was funny.
1: <laughs>
4: okay. um, I'm, a, I'm a gambling guy.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet. From what you're telling me, all you have is ligament sprain, because it happened when you were doing sports when you were 18, and it's been there for a couple of years. And um, you may have some fancy diagnosis like a herniated disc or a spondylolisthesis, which you mentioned. That means a slipping of the vertebrae. Uh, forward or backward, it means one vertebrae is not exactly lined up with the other. That does not cause pain, all right? Okay. That's just a condition that a lot of people are born with. It's very prevalent in um, Eskimos for some reason. I don't know why. And uh, if you've ever talked to an Eskimo, they don't say they have low back pain. No, Come I on, Nita.
2: Get with it. <laughs> Oh, God.
1: I need a good side lady here. I,
2: I got to reel you in here. Oh, my gosh. I hope an Eskimo didn't get insulted and call us soon. Oh, my
1: goodness. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Today, anybody, anything could happen. <laughs> but my point is the only time spinal is is a problem is when it's so severe that uh, it's stretching out the spinal cord and the nerves. And you don't have that because you're not complaining about pain down your legs. You're just talking about low back pain. So most of those cases are where the ligaments, and they're called iliolumbar ligaments. You can look them up on um, Google. It's where they attach to the pelvis. It could also be where your quadratus lumborum muscle inserts on the pelvis. It could also be where the thoracodorso fascia inserts on the pelvis. All those things insert there. And if you were to come in the office and I'm going to give you out the phone number there. It's 300 9300, the phone number to the office. if you want to call us 800, 300, 9300, you can come on in and in one minute, I can tell you if I'm right or wrong. I just touch the area. Okay, I don't I'll take need that any number. fancy yeah, I don't need fancy MRIs or CT scans or X-rays to diagnose low back pain. That sounds great. And the nice thing is um, Nita had that in her neck, and we fixed it. And uh, I had it in my low back, and I fixed it. And um, it's typically one to three treatments to heal it. I'm not promising anybody anything, because not everybody heals from using regenerative medicine of platelets and stem cells. But it's usually their fault, because they will overuse the area after I tell them, and I make them sign something that they're not going to do sports or activities, but they don't care. Most 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 of my patients cheat on me. That's not good. You know, they do they do what they tell me they're not going to do, and then they don't let it heal. So the the two major causes for this type of treatment not working are people don't get enough treatments, and they they come back after treatment and go I didn't get better. And I said, I told you in the beginning, it may take more than one treatment. They go, yeah, but I expected it was going to heal the first time. So I don't like people's expectations thrown at me. I tell everybody up front what the realities are, and I'm very um, specific and honest about it. But people don't like that. A lot of people go, I want a cheerleader. And I go, I'm not a cheerleader. I'm here to tell you my truth and my experience. I probably have more experience in this area than anybody else on the planet. I'm not sure if that's true. I'm told that by other doctors, but uh, that's not the point. The point is I do a ton of this work every day of my life, and in my experience, the area you're talking about, if it's what I think it is, can be healed and healed within a matter of about probably around six, eight weeks. Boy, that
4: would be great. That would be great. I'm in a lot of pain.
1: I'm sorry to hear that. I have been there, and Nita's been there with these type of pain syndromes. Yes. And we've both been healed by these type of procedures. So uh, there's good hope for you. All right, Bob, God bless you. I'm looking forward to seeing you.
2: Thank you, Bob. Appreciate your call. Our number is 866-870-5752 here in the studio. Give us a call, and let's go to Jerry in Lancaster. Jerry, Dr.
1: Mark Darrow, you've been waiting a long time. Thank you so much. Um, I understand your hip bothers you, and what did the doctor tell you about it?
3: Uh, well, like 30 years ago, they wanted to do hip replacements, but my primary doctor talked me out of it, and okay. I've had a lot of pain problems since then, but still haven't had anything done, other than they sent me to pain management, and I got a cortisone shot. Okay. Um
1: How long ago was that cortisone shot?
3: How long did that last?
1: No, how long ago was it?
3: Oh, my the last one I got was about 3 months ago.
1: And how many have you and had?
3: I've probably had 6.
1: Okay. So, have you ever looked well, up cortisone and cartilage <laughs> on Google?
3: No, I haven't.
1: I want you to do I that. And you're not going to be happy with what you see.
3: I've heard that.
1: What you've been doing, and I'm not blaming the doctors because it's pretty much the standard of care in medicine, in traditional medicine, is to use cortisone quite a bit. And when you put it inside of a joint, it actually can dissolve away the cartilage. So you're taking a joint that already has less cartilage than you want it to have and then killing what's left. But if you're a surgeon, it doesn't matter because you see the the hip replacement waiting down the road. I'm not a surgeon, okay? I was trained quite a bit in surgery, and after I had a surgery on my right shoulder, I decided not to be a surgeon because it really brutalized my shoulder. I had a great surgeon. I love him still today. He was my professor. But it just came out bad. And unfortunately, a lot of these orthopedic surgeries come out bad. It's not a statement against the surgeon because they're smart guys and they're good surgeons. It's just that most of these surgeries in my book should not be done. I'm allowed my own opinion here, okay? I'm not blaming the medical industry. It's my opinion that most of these surgeries should not be done. Now, if you had had that surgery, that hip replacement, thirty years ago, I don't know what they would have done with you when it wore out, because they do wear out.
3: Uh, that's why my doctor, my doctor at the time, said not to do it because I would probably have to have it done two or three more times in my lifetime.
1: <coughs> yeah, <coughs>
3: sorry. I and I, have
1: I haven't, apologize. I haven't told this story for a while on the radio, but I'm going to tell it today because I think this is important for people to hear. Mm -hmm. I did my internship in Denver, and I was doing a rotation orthopedic surgery, and we were working on a person who had had a hip replacement, and it had to be replaced again, which is very common. And because the bone had been eaten away so much by the metal prosthesis, there wasn't enough bone to put in a second prosthesis. So what this magical surgeon did that I worked for was he took a cadaver femur, that's the thigh bone from a dead body, and he carved it we we were working together on this. He had an x-ray of the patient's femur on the wall and he took this cadaver femur and he carved it so he could fit it in to This patient, an entire femur. (coughs) How do you think that worked out for that patient? I can't
3: imagine.
1: Exactly. He had a choice, either amputate his leg or try this. Now, I wasn't there, you know, months and months later to find out if that bone actually became alive again, but the chances were slim. But the patient wanted to try it, and the surgeon was an amazing, amazing surgeon who would do things like this that no other surgeon would do. So, you know, I'm hopeful that that patient did well, but literally the chances were very, very minimal. So I wouldn't just go jump into a joint replacement. I see patients that come in all the time with joint replacements that don't work, that still have the same amount of pain or worse than the person had before. Um, I've seen knee replacements that don't bend I've seen shoulder replacements where the arm bone the humerus doesn't even fit into the shoulder joint and the arm can't move I'm not trying to negatively implant anyone from getting these surgeries if you want to do it go do it but you do have to know sorry
3: that's why I called you because I don't want to do it
1: no well, I can't promise you anything other than I'm not going to do surgery. And the nice okay. thing about what I do is if it doesn't work for you the way your expectations are set that it will, you can still get a surgery. If you have a surgery that doesn't work out, that's pretty much the end of the block. That's right. the end of the road. So, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm talking from my own experience with my shoulder surgery that came out terrible the good news is I was lucky enough to have found regenerative medicine and I injected my own shoulder after this failed surgery it was a couple years later or so and my shoulder and this was a miracle I'm going to tell you that it doesn't happen all the time my shoulder healed 12 hours later I had full range of motion and I was pain free oh wow and that woke that woke me up it changed my life and that is when I became dedicated to doing regenerative medicine as a way of my life for medicine. And I have saved thousands and thousands and thousands of patients from having surgeries. I'm not going to make this like it's a miracle treatment. It is not. It doesn't work on everybody. And sometimes we have to continue doing treatments for a while until it works. When is that going to be? I don't know. The first caller or the second caller, asked how many treatments it takes. I never know. I've seen some of the worst cases that have healed with one treatment, and I've seen some of the easiest cases that never healed at all. But I do know that it's a safe procedure, and I do know you don't have to go to the hospital to do it. You walk into my office, we take your bone marrow or your blood, and we spin it and we inject it, and you walk out. You drive home by yourself. It's not a big deal. That sounds good.
3: Um, This has been constant pain, and I mean crying pain. I have been in tears since last a week ago Thursday.
1: Yeah, I'm so sorry. And it's
3: going down my leg, and my my leg below, below my knee feels part of it feels like it's numb. So it's pretty scary
1: right now. Okay. All right. The other thing I do want to say, and I don't know if this applies to you or not, Cherry, is a lot of people that come in with the diagnosis of hip arthritis and hip pain have pain that is not related to the hip joint. Okay. I'm letting that sink in. There are other okay. things around that general area that can cause pain that have nothing to do with the hip joint. So a lot of people get hip replacements that doesn't fix the problem because it wasn't the hip joint that was the problem. Okay. And that's that happened because the surgeon didn't touch the body. He just did an MRI or X-ray and said, there's your problem. Right. Now do you understand I why I do the examination and touch the area? We've got to find out. Where is the pain being generated from and treat that area?
3: Okay. Yeah, this seems to kind of move around a little bit. Um,
1: Well, I I would have to examine you. If you want to come into the office, the phone number to the office is 800-300-9300. I'll repeat it for you. It's 800-300-9300. I'd love to see you. And I can tell you in about two minutes where your pain is coming from. There's another thing I do that I've never seen other doctors do. If you have what appears to be a hip arthritis or a knee arthritis or something like that, and we're not sure, I will inject under ultrasound. I use an ultrasound to look inside the body, and I'll inject a numbing agent like lidocaine or something like that. Uh Uh-huh. If the pain goes away instantly, we know it's that joint. If the pain doesn't go away, we know it's not the joint. Does that make sense to you?
3: It does, yes.
1: Okay. So I do that with a lot of people, Um, not just joints, but sometimes people with back pain or shoulder pain or whatever it is will do a lidocaine injection test and see where the pain is coming from.
3: Sounds good. I actually have a cyst on the top of my foot, on my other foot. Um, My pain is on my right side. I have a cyst on my left foot. That is causing me a lot of problems, too, so I don't walk evenly. Okay. Do you deal with those, too?
1: Well, I have to take a look at it and see see what the story is. Okay. You're complex, honey. (laughs) <laughs>
2: that's You've a been compliment you before right that's a compliment Sherry <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've been a little complex for 30 years <laughs> <laughs>
2: at least every you have a sense of humor is,
1: yeah, every being every human being is very complex and just because we're talking on the radio doesn't mean a whole lot I've got to actually touch the area And see what's bothering you and see if we can find something that'll help you. All right, Jerry, God bless you. We're going to go to Gary. Nita, are we ready to move or you got something to say? We
2: are. I have nothing to say. (laughs) Here's Gary. (laughs) That's the (laughs) first time.
1: (laughs) How many years have we known each other?
2: (laughs) Uh, Like 20 or something.
1: (laughs) Something. All right, Gary, thank you very much for calling in. This is Dr. Mark Darrow. And I understand your your knee and your shoulder bother you. Which one do you want to talk about first? Which is worse?
4: Well, uh, right now uh, the left shoulder. Um, I, I'm 70 years old. Uh, I I played uh, basketball, high school, college. Uh, a, a funny story: I played against a Harlem Globetrotter for one whole year. Um, after playing with them, playing on hard surfaces and. <laughs> Even playing on ice rinks in Canada, where they just put plywood over so uh, uh, we could perform. My knees always kind of ached. And every time I had arthroscopic surgery.
1: How many times is every time? How many times?
4: Three times. Uh, Three on my knee uh, uh, and one on my right shoulder. Every time they okay. said, the MRI said, oh, tear or something else. Every time that surgeon woke me up, he told me it was arthritis. And okay. he said, all I did was scrape the bone, make it bleed, uh, and your cartilage yeah. would come back.
1: Okay. Well, that's a pretty um, ballistic way of trying to grow cartilage. Yeah. I, I that's read like that trying. That's book. like trying to. That's tr- like trying to shoot a mosquito with a howitzer. <laughs> All you need is a fly swatter. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah.
4: Well, like I said, I, I really believe them because, um, you know, I, I, play, I play racquetball still. You know, I went for basketball Good. because after, after 40, you get that white man disease and I couldn't jump no more. So I, I, I yep. picked a sport where I'm a giant because of how tall I am and I play racquetball. And um, sure. my right shoulder, the pain was so immense that if I stretched reaching back and I'm right-handed hitter, the pain, I'd almost go in a fetal position because it hurts so bad. And then when they okay. said, oh, it's a tear, and I'm, oh, okay, he's going to get sick. And then when he waked me up, oh, it's arthritis.
1: Yeah. Well, you sound like the kind of guy that I would love to see. You're active. Which shows me yeah. that you're not in that bad a shape, and um, uh, you may yeah, have some arthritis. Uh, yeah. but uh, who doesn't? Who doesn't?
4: stuff like that.
1: Yeah. But now, no, I, I, I get your um, Gary. I get I get your story. Now it's your turn to listen, because <laughs> there's other yes, people sir. that want to hear what to do about things like this. Uh, um, yes, sir. Sorry. I mean, if if no, it's okay. You have a good story, and there and I'd love to talk to you about your history because you have a, a brilliant history. Um, But in order to get the information out to you, we would probably, if you do have arthritis, want to use stem cells uh, to heal it up. Maybe stem cells mixed with platelets. I don't know. And um, you'd have very good success, I think, with these treatments, with your knees and your shoulders. How do I know? Because I've done it to myself. I inject myself when I have these problems. And I'm going to go play golf later today, and I'll probably go take a run. I'll probably lift weights a little bit. So, um, I've been in, I've been like you have been where I've been miserable. And when I was in my Uh forties, my body was pretty shot. I was a gymnast. I was Uh, uh, a tennis player, golf player, um, uh, water skier, a snow skier, wherever I could move, I would try that sport. And I did play racquetball too. Anyway, we're going to go, I'm going to give you the website, which is www.lastemcells.com. Every page has a spot to email me. And Gary, I want to talk to you. You're an interesting guy. Thank you so much for calling.
2: And thank you, Dr. Darrow. And thank you, Suzette. Thank you, Alex. Listen to The Pet Show with our pal Warren time from 11 to 1 every Saturday. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.
0: You've been listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Now that you've heard Dr. Darrow, you can schedule an appointment to talk with him in person by calling his office anytime at 800 That's 800 Or go online to lastemcells.com. Again, the website is lastemcells.com. Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow is heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. here on AM870, The Answer. Remember, to take the first step toward a pain-free life, schedule an appointment by calling 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Live long and pain-free. And thanks for joining us today.